Welcome back to Zillennials Podcast. Today on Zillennials, we're going to be talking about red flags, yellow flags, beige flags, all the flags. So um, let's just start off with defining this for people who might not know. I feel like most of our listeners will probably know, but let's define what each of the flags are. I think this is a good discussion because when we first talked about this, there's a little bit of confusion on how we were defining some of these. I define a red flag is essentially whatever the signs of abusive relationships are. Say someone telling you what you can eat, where you can go, what to wear, those types of things. I define a red flag as a would not date you, which can be those abusive things, obviously, and should be those abusive things, obviously, but may also include personal preferences that would make you like, "Mm, I don't think I can date this person. And then a yellow flag is more like a, if too many of these adds up, then it will become a red flag. So it's things that kind of give you pause and you're like, I'm not sure that I like that. Hmm. And then do you want to tell them about beige flags? I think beige flag is essentially one of those things that is like supposed to be neither positive nor negative. Just one of those things where you're like, huh, why did they do that that way? That's kind of weird, but kind of amusing. So, Leon, do you have any beige flags that you do that you can think of? Because I did not initially, but then I was talking to Angela and Kate about this, and they pointed out a very beige flag that I have, and I was like, you're so correct. So my beige flag is that I type really aggressively, and apparently I also turn book pages very aggressively, which is kind of funny because I'm a very peaceful calm person most of the time and so for me to do like a lot of everyday activities very aggressively is just it doesn't match up that's so funny i never really thought about it which i probably should have before we started if kyle's there you should just ask him to percolate on this for the duration of the episode and share with us at the end see i'm sure there are things you could come up with if he thinks of a good beige flag he should let us know I have an off-air confession because I don't want listeners to think I'm gross. Okay, tell me. I'm that person that may or may not sometimes leave their hair in the shower. Okay, I feel like everybody does that at least unintentionally sometimes, so I don't think that's that bad. Sometimes what I'll do is sometimes I'll like collect all my hairs and I'll put them in a pile because I'm intending to take them out, right? But then occasionally you just forget. Okay, you know what he does? Because sometimes I leave them in the drain. Because I don't know, maybe you're hungry, right? You want to go make dinner or you will just, like, get distracted, right? He'll, like, pick it up and then just stick it on the side of, like, the tub or the shower as, like, a, hey, you left this here. And the other day, there was something on the side of the tub that straight up looked like one of those bugs with the bajillion legs. Not the centipede, but the bigger one. It scared the living daylights out of me. And then I got closer and it was my hair. <laughs> Is that a beige flag? That's a beige flag. That's definitely a beige flag. I like that one. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of my aggressive typing either. Sometimes it just happens, and I didn't even realize it till like, my college friends pointed it out, and they were like, you type so loud. And I was like, do I? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just worried that it won't register. I don't think I type super loud. But I just love the sound of typing. The clackety-clack. Yeah. Okay, so 
We've collected a list of beige flags from when we Googled it, and we'll put the sources in the description box. Because I know we pulled some from, like, say, like, the New York Times, some from other websites. So check down there if you want to look at some of them. Our Google ones will be sourced. However, the ones that I found on TikTok will not be because I did not write down names. Just FYI. So... Is there a specific one you want to start with? There is one on the list I remember. (laughs) Just being so shocking. I think we need to start with the most disturbing one first. So go for it. You can pick the next one if your most disturbing one is a different one. But the one that I gathered, I think it came from a BuzzFeed list, but the username was Bronte Crawley. And it says, my boyfriend's beige flag is that he keeps his undies that have holes in them so he can surprise me by walking out and tearing off his, tearing them off his body, leaving only the waistband. He calls it the grand reveal and it always happens when I least expect it. And I was just like so disturbed when I read this. And because of like my anxiety, I'm just like, like, what if you were on like a FaceTime call? And he just goes, grand reveal, right? Even if whoever you're talking to, you can't see that. If you uncontrollably start laughing, how do you explain it? I don't know. Maybe you just say, my cat just did something hilarious. Like, I don't know what you would do. My thing is, like, there's got to be, like, a time and place, like, a context for this. Because, like, could you imagine if it was, like, when other people were over? That would be a red flag for me. That would be, like, a I cannot date you anymore. Absolutely not. <laughs> it has to be when they're alone. But also, like, what if sometimes, like, let's say you go out to dinner with a friend and, like, they come back with you, maybe because, like, they just have to, like, use the bathroom before they leave. Like, you're not going to hang out. So, like, say the boyfriend doesn't know the friend's there. You walk in the door and the boyfriend, like, rips off his underwear and your friend's just standing there like, I'm just here to use the bathroom. I feel like that would be traumatizing. <laughs> It'd be like, I literally just came up to use the bathroom. I'm just going to go now. <laughs> I just be like, I don't have to go to the bathroom anymore. I just need to leave. (laughs) I'm leaving my shoes on and walking out that door. (laughs) Like, that is my, like, I feel like a worst case scenario. Like, I feel like in that scenario, who has the right to be the most embarrassed? Because I think it's just bad for everybody involved. I feel like the friend has the least reason to be embarrassed because they did not know what they were walking into. But I feel like both people in the relationship have a lot of reason to be embarrassed. (laughs) I feel like I don't know if I'd ever be able to see that friend again. Yeah, or I would definitely not be able to see their significant other again. I'd be like, I just, I'm sorry, I can't. You invited me to your wedding, I cannot come. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I have, like, lasting trauma from the time I tried to use your bathroom. And was flashed. Part of our thing is we're just listing the examples, but we're also going to categorize them. I feel like unless you accidentally flash a third party, it probably is a beige flag, right? It's a little weird. It's a little funny. But if it's only two of you, who are you hurting? Yeah, I would agree. I think it's more so like a beige flag unless there is a third party involved, in which case it immediately moves to the red flag category. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, One that very much disturbed me was... Uh, this person said that their boyfriend has a habit of eating live ants he finds crawling around his house, and she categorized that as a beige flag. Would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? 
You can go first, because I think we both have the same thought on this one. This person is wrong. That is 100% a red flag. And I feel like, don't eat live animals. And it's kind of gross. I just feel like that's so gross. It's just gross. I'm like, ooh, like what else does he eat aside from ants? I know people are into like the insect thing now, but like I feel like they're usually like dead already, you know? Are they into the insect thing now? I mean, I guess like crickets and whatnot. They're like good source of protein and whatnot. And mealworms. There's like a whole like mealworm thing. There's a mealworm community out there. I did not know this. I don't know. I think I was watching. It might have been like the Dave Chang documentary on Hulu that's like about the future of food. Oh, very interesting. I don't really want to eat an insect that looks like an insect. But like, I don't think you should be eating live things. So close to nature, though, Leanne. It's like plucking it straight from the arms of nature. But also, like, how do you know it's safe to eat? Like, how do you know that ant isn't, like, a sick ant? My thing is, like, you know how people put ant traps in their house? How do you know it hasn't, like, walked through that ant trap and now it's, like, in your mouth? Like, that's kind of nasty. Yeah, that's... I think my thing also, I'm like, if you're going to do that to ants, I'm just kind of like, where does this end? Yes. Like, would you do that to cockroaches? Because that would be immediate red flag. Absolutely not. Never want to see you again in my entire life. That is disgusting. But yeah. Anyways, let's get on a different topic. I feel like this turned very dark. (laughs) All right. You want to pick the next one? Okay. Can I say one and then do like a follow up spin on it question? Yes. Okay. So fake proposing whenever a stranger takes a picture. I feel like that's a little weird, right? Like, it's probably beige flaggy. But the thing that I wanted to actually talk about was when people, I don't know if they do this at, they probably do this at, like, every stadium. But, like, when we go to baseball games, they'll do the thing where they do, like, a proposal on the Jumbotron. And I always get, like, so cringed out by it. And I feel like it's, like, like a major beige flag. And I honestly was, like, I said to my mom the first time I saw it. I was like, I think I would say no. I feel like you have to do this over not in a stadium on a Jumbotron. Yeah, I'm like, also, how did the Jumbotrons always just happen to find them? Like, you think they talked to them beforehand? Yeah, because they always do it in the same spot. Okay, that to me is actually a yellow flag. Not the one that we just talked about, but like the one with the Jumbotron. And the reason why it's a yellow flag to me is because it seems like more of an ego thing for the guy than an intimate moment between two people i think it depends on like the people like let's say like you're super big sports fans of that specific team like it could be kind of cute and well thought out i think my thing in general is just giant public proposals period like oh my gosh i forget which i read what did i read oh it was in the new york times and like they have like a couple section Mm -hmm. let me tell you this this is like actually traumatizing to me And I think I would probably, like, probably panic if this happened. It's actually, like, a kind of cute story, right? So it's, like, these two guys. And it was what I forget what situation happened first. But it's one where they ended up, like, both proposing to each other, but at, like, different times. And so one of the guys, I think he, like, took the other guy, like, on, like, a picnic or something. And then, like, went to propose. And then it said that, like, 20 of their friends and family just, like, popped out of the bushes. And I was just like, I would have a heart attack. 
Okay, I feel like that's more common than you realize, though. I feel like a lot of the times when people propose, they have, like, their friends and family just, like, Jay chilling around there. But do they pop out of the bushes, or do they just, like, casually come up after it's over? Because I feel like there's a big difference. And two, I don't necessarily think it's uncommon. I just think it's very scarring. That would be kind of scarring, because, like, what if you say something that's, like, really embarrassing... Or, like, not appropriate for your family right in that moment. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm just thinking about that. And that would be that would be kind of scarring. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So, like, I know there are those situations where, like, maybe you invite one friend so they, like, they can take the sneaky pictures. How else do you have so many pictures of a proposal if it's only the two of you? But, like, I think what scared me the most is, like, I don't like jump scares. And I feel like a bunch of people, no matter how much I love them, jumping out from behind trees is not my thing. That's very fair. That's very fair. I like how we've just turned this into a whole proposals thing. It's like, this is how not to propose. Do not propose this way. I think also, like, I've never been a fan of surprise parties. Like, I need to know if there's going to be people in my house. You know what I mean? You need to be, like, mentally prepared. Have your cute outfit on. You got to be ready. And I need to have, like, two or three days to hype myself up for social interaction. Also fair. So, yeah, that... I don't know, popping out behind trees, I feel like I'd put in the yellow. Or, like, I would have to take a minute to be like, do I continue? I think that that's fair. I think the Jumbotron for me is definitely a yellow, but that's also because I'm not into sports. Like you said, maybe if you were into sports, it'd be more like a beige flag, like, oh, or maybe even for some people, it'd be a green flag. But for me, that's a yellow flag. If someone's proposing to me at a sporting event, immediate yellow flag, potentially even a red flag. I would consider saying no. It would show that they don't know you very well. Exactly. Exactly. But what about if all your your parents and your brothers popped out out of a shrub? That one I feel like would be more beige to me. I feel like I would definitely be like shocked, but I think I would get over it. I think I think the proposing at a stadium though, I would I don't know that I'd get over that. That would be like potentially worse. Cuz then you'll have strangers coming up to you like, oh, "Congratulations." And you're like, I don't even know you. Who are you? This is weird. I think you run that risk with any public proposal, though. But I feel like it's more so for that one. Well, probably because there's like 50,000 people packed into one area where if you're like on a trail or something, like there's probably going to be fewer people. Maybe they do it for like the free booze. You think people buy them a drink afterwards? I feel like there are people who would buy them a drink afterwards. Yeah. I don't know, too. Like maybe you get like a perk. You know, like, you get a behind-the-scenes tour or something after. I don't know anybody who's done that. I've just seen them when I've gone to the games, and I'm just like, absolutely not. Same here. Okay, but back to the uh, fake proposing whenever strangers take a picture. Beige flag for you? How does this flag rank? One, I didn't even know this was a thing. Two, I think it depends on, like, if both people are into it and think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it's just, like, the guy just thinks it's funny and does it every single time, and the other person's, like, not into it, then it's, like, it could be yellow or red. But, like, if you both think it's kind of funny and it's, like, your inside joke, I don't think it really hurts anybody. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think I'd agree with that ranking. I think for me personally, I would I would probably classify it as a yellow flag just because I feel like that's a lot of attention all the time. But that's just me. Plus, also, then you never have any photos where he's not fake proposing. Oh, wait. This is when a stranger takes a picture? I assumed it's like the strangers are taking a picture of their family and you're in the background just like down on a knee. 
Wait, you're saying like when you're walking down the beach and you don't have any friends with you and you're like, hey, you take a picture. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought it was funnier when the strangers are taking pictures of themselves and you're in the back proposing. Like, that's what I was picturing. I was like, that's kind of funny. That would be a beige flag to me. That would be a beige flag to me. But I feel like if it's them just taking a picture of you and he's fake proposing every time or she... Like, I just look at that and I'm like, I feel like that's a little bit more of a yellow flag for me than a beige flag, just because personally, I wouldn't be into it. Like, if you are, I think that that it's fine. Like, you know, you do you. But just for me, it would be more of a yellow flag. I agree. I think the situation you wrote down is yellow. The situation I came up with in my head is beige. Okay. I have another one that I actually really love. So... One that I found was somebody would replace objects with rocks that look like those objects. So, for example, a bar of soap, replace it with a rock, a rock that just looks like soap. So for context, this person, I think it was their sister, would go and replace all of these objects with rocks. And she was a geology major. For me, that's a green flag. I would be like, that is hilarious. I'm a little annoyed that I can't find my soap, but that's so funny. I think it's kind of funny. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think it's so harmless, but like, it's so, I don't know. It's just kind of fun. And it's like, how do you find all the rocks that look like those things? Like you have to be really intentional about that. I feel like that's why it's definitely like beige because it's like, you're putting a lot of effort in it. Right. And it doesn't hurt anybody. And I think it's like kind of funny. All right. Did you want to pick the next one? Let's see. Oh, (laughs) so there's one where a husband pretends that he's going to kiss his wife. And he is really hiding a whole strawberry in his mouth and then proceeds to push the strawberry into the other person's mouth. And honestly, this could potentially be a red flag because I think this is a choking hazard. Okay, it's so funny that you say that because that's exactly what I was thinking too. I was like, also, could you imagine just all of a sudden now there's a strawberry in your mouth? I'd be like, what is going on? This is too much. Cannot deal. Maybe after you got used to it, it wouldn't be as much of a red flag, but I still feel like it's just a little weird. I think also it could depend on context, right? Because I feel like then every time you go to kiss your husband, you're just going to expect a strawberry in your mouth. That's true. I also feel like it depends on how big the strawberry is. Like if it's a massive strawberry, that's like not comfy. Mm -hmm. If it's like a little strawberry, I'm like, all right, like it's weird, but like maybe I could look past that. Honestly, I don't think I could look past that, but maybe somebody else could look past that. You know what's weird is, right, because I assume if you're going to kiss your husband, you're going to be exchanging saliva anyway, right? But there's something that grosses me out about an item of food that was in his mouth, and it is now in my mouth. Like, I don't know why that that grosses me out when you're essentially just sharing spit anyway, but there's something about it that I just can't get behind. I think it's like... It's like being a baby bird. Like, you kind of assume it's already been chewed and now it's in your mouth. Yeah, I don't think I'd be a a good baby bird. Yeah, me either. I think that's like, eh, not my vibe. Oh, I have one on this list, too, that I think would be a good one to talk about. So there's one person that said that they struggle to remember plans but can return a seemingly unlimited number of facts about sharks. Okay, I think... The fact that you can remember a bunch of fun facts about something you're interested in is pretty cool. But I also feel like that one person in a relationship should not do all the mental labor of keeping track of plans and that it's just not fair. 
I feel like it, it's a beige flag over, like, the, the shark part, but I feel like you don't want to be constantly reminding the other person of what's going on. Yeah, I feel like the shark part, green flag. The not remembering plans, yellow flag. Like, if it happens enough times, I would move it to a red flag because it's like, you don't want to be the one who's always like, hey, we're doing this, or like texting them like, hey, remember, we're getting dinner tonight. Like, you don't want to mom them. Uh, okay, so the one I am going to pick is my boyfriend's beige flag, not my actual boyfriend, this is the quote, is that he sets timers instead of alarm. It's midnight. He needs to get up at six. He'll set a six hour timer. That to me is like a yellow flag. To me, it just, it feels like it's using too much energy. Like, why are you using so much energy? Would your phone not use more energy keeping track of the timer versus just setting an alarm? You know, I have no idea. I think it's beige because I don't think it's hurting anybody. If you want to drain your phone battery, go for it. It definitely falls in the like, it's just a little odd. I do admit though, I'll do it for a shorter amount of time. Because it's just easy. It's less steps to set a timer. If you only need it for like 30 minutes or something, it's like one of those pre-saved ones. You just tap it versus like having to scroll to set the actual time. Also, sometimes that involves math I don't want to do. That's true. I feel like you need to be super regular in when you go to sleep if you're setting a timer all the time. Or you have to be really good or obsessed with math. Yeah, no, I don't think I would ever do it for like sleep. But like, I don't know. If I'm like, I have 45 minutes before I want to leave, I should start doing stuff in half an hour. I'll set a timer instead of an alarm. Oh, I'll set an alarm. Unless it's like cookies baking in the oven, it's an alarm every time. I don't like the steps it takes. This right. Okay, so let's try this. If I set a timer, right? So let's see. I swipe up, right? I hit the little timer thing. And then like I hit 30, we're already done. Right. But if you hit an alarm, you have to hit new alarm. Then you have to drag the little scrolly things to the time and then you have to start it. It's more steps. See, I feel like I already have so many random alarms saved that I just edit a random alarm that I have saved. Like I just have ones that are not designated for anything specific. They're just from when I needed an, al- an alarm. But I feel like my thing is anytime it's over 30 minutes, it, it's a potential for an alarm. And I feel like 30 minutes could be on the longer side, like you said, unless it's like a baking thing. But I feel like under 30, you can do a timer. Mm-hmm. But if it's over 30, I don't know, just strikes me as a little strange. No, I can see that. Can we do one more? Because I have thoughts on this one. So we are coming up on time. So the last one that I want to talk about, unless there's one that you want to talk about this time, is blocking... You want Venmo so you can never pay for your portion of dinner. So, like, that's like if you're on a date, the other person blocks you. And I feel like that's weird. I feel like that could potentially be a red flag situation because I feel like finances are something you should just talk about, not passive-aggressively block people on Venmo. Yeah. So, this was one that I found on TikTok. So, to give you some context, they would block, this guy would block his girlfriend on Venmo so she could never pay him back for her portion of the meal because he was like, no, 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 I want to get it. But then he will randomly unblock her to pay her back if she pays for the meal, but then he'll block her again. Still think it's like red because I think you should be able to pay or not pay someone back without having to block them. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's, 
I think that that's fair. I think that it was funny because like when I was looking at the TikTok, I think that they said that it was like borderline misogynistic. And I was like, yeah, it kind of does feel that way where it's like, I know that they're trying to be like, hey, I really want to get this meal for you and I do not want you to pay me back. But also it just feels a little strange. I think that you should be able to say that to someone and the other person should just be able to be like, okay, I won't pay you back. Yeah, like respect it versus like, I'm going to make it impossible for you to pay me back. Also, I remember at the beginning, you know, like when you start dating and everyone's like trying real hard. So Kyle would pay for things and he's like, no, it's good. I got it. And so then I would take 20s and stuff them into his pockets. Lean. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's funny. I feel like that could be your beige flag, Leon. Maybe. Our book club for next time is going to be Woven in Moonlight by Isabel Ibanez, and that will be dropping on October 2nd. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on green, beige, yellow, red flags. We'd love to hear what you have, so if you have any, we can add them to the list for next time. You can send us an email to millennialspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at millennialspodcast. Don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts.